Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and boy, the... Uh... The the hits just keep on coming. I mean, it is uh, early signing period day. We're finding out stuff all across the country. We'll be talking about some of the Bears. And we were uh, fortunate enough to get to do some radio during uh, John's show. And the 3 o'clock hour had uh, Brian Custer, who uh, will be doing the uh, game for ESPN. And it was really fun to have him on. And we might... Uh, might use some of that in our pregame show tomorrow, and that'll be fun. We had uh, Mac Rhodes on yesterday, Nikki Collins, so it's been kind of a who's who. And just as we're coming out here, Aaron, there's a uh, there's some amazing. Uh, there's somebody that spoke today that is, uh, and I'm going to see because there he's he's looking to maybe come on at 4:20. We already have a 4:20 guest lined up. I'll lay out the show for you. For our Aggies, who were kind of wondering about National Signing Day, and uh, and, and it really this is for all, this is a bigger deal now than February. This is the early signing period, but this is when we find out, oh, really 90% of, uh, of everything and all the recruiting classes and all the drama. Today's the day. And so for you Aggies that are wondering about your class, and I know there have been a lot of... Uh, a lot of folks that have, have uh, transferred out of Texas A&M, today they did take a really talented class, and we'll talk some Aggies at 420. We'll do some Campus Confidential at 440, and um, and then we'll uh, the day will uh, continue to unfold. I think Longquist is going to join us at 5 o'clock, and he'll have a lot, of course, on the decision that uh, Austin Novoside Baylor did not get him after all this time and after he was going to be basically the uh, the most well-known player from the uh, now who knows I mean you know a lot of quarterbacks go and everybody gets excited and they either never get to play or they transfer out so I don't want to sit here and, and tell you Austin Novosad was going to come in here this January and win the starting job and he would have been ready to go in the fall because I I honestly think Shapen would have won the job for this fall whether or not Novoside was on campus. I also know a lot of people were kind of excited about just the, the thought of what that would be like um, with Novoside competing for this. So there's a lot, there is a lot to unpack here. And, uh, Aaron, there was a, uh, a member, th- this bowl that we're in, we're here at the team hotel, the, the world-famous Worthington Hotel uh, and it's uh, we're having a big time here. They put us out here in the lobby. The Baylor fans are starting to mill around as they come out here. And of course, Baylor wanted to get us front and center. Wanted everybody to to see uh, Tom and and me just you know and stop by and visit with us. And so that's been great as we come to you. And it's really wonderful for our sponsors. 
which uh, we've got some great ones along the way. But I, I, I got to say, this this was a, a sick feeling for Baylor fans this morning, and we'll let you hear some of Dave Aranda. But uh, what's special about this bowl, in addition to you know having Air Force here, and, and a lot of times this is the Armed Forces Bowl, the Bowl for the Brave, it's called. There'll be twenty thousand members, Armed Forces. Uh, um, you know, from across the country that are in attendance at this game. And there was uh, someone who spoke today, Aaron, and it, it, it was a, the, at the uh, luncheon where all the players attended. And his name is Travis Mills. And, Aaron, he is a, uh, a quad amputee. And, he, he I mean, you know, you talk about – making a sacrifice and what he did and his attitude and he's known as just an unbelievable uh speaker and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna have an opportunity later in the program to have him on and uh and i think that'll be an amazing an amazing thing as the uh as the show unfolds aaron while i text him here in a minute let me uh um let me ask you did the, the the Nova side news we we knew it was starting to head this way but did the full blow of it and you're a guy who likes to stay up some odd weird hours I was having trouble I, I tend to have trouble in a in any hotel even a, a beautiful one like this I was tossing and turning last night but boy turning on that phone this morning and our worst fears confirmed. Now, we have worse fears than that, I'll say, whether or not Baylor's going to get its star quarterback. But for the people that follow this closely, the recruiting game, and to not have Novasad, Aaron, did it did it feel like a pretty big gut punch to you? It did. Um, I mean, just last week he was talking about early enrolling. You know, he reaffirmed his commitment about two months ago, wasn't it? Maybe not even that long. And... Uh, you know, this started breaking the day before signing day when they – there's no backup plan at quarterback. And I'm not saying that. I'm not knocking the staff. That's that's the, the reality of it is that you recruit basically most programs. If you get one top quarterback to commit, that's it. You shut down recruiting of other quarterbacks, especially when they re- reaffirm their commitment and – and say that they're going to, you know, enroll early a week before signing day, you're not talking to any other quarterbacks. So it really leaves, I'm sure, the coaching staff scrambling. It's just a, a it's just not a good situation. Um, but it could be worse. It could have happened before the transfer portal, and that would have been disastrous. As it stands now, it's not great, but it's quarterback. I know it sounds strange, but quarterback is the easiest position to find through the transfer portal well there are some out there and that is certainly when i ask coach aranda at the bowl game news conference this morning if he would go to the transfer portal to address it he did admit that that was most likely that's what they would do i mean they're really down to blake Chapin. i mean he i mean you got luke behind him i it's it's um I saw there's a Kenny on the roster, and I it made me think of, uh, of course, Baylor's former player Gary Joe Kenny, and uh, and then there's a GJ uh, 
Kenny just got the uh, the job at Texas State, and I, I wonder because it's spelled the same. That has they to are be related. I'll whoever have to. that, yeah, whoever that backup quarterback is, either the it may be the nephew of Gary Joe Kenny, and which would make him cousins with GJ Kenny, who just became Texas State. I'd have to we don't, we'll we'll uh, take a peek at that, but it's there's no depth there right now, and uh, it's a uh, it's a difficult spot for that. Uh, for that room, and uh, and we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to see where it goes. Now, Aaron, interestingly, <laughs> I the only part I would disagree with you on is I, I think it would have been better for it to happen before the window because I'm wondering if I'm wondering if if drones would have made a different decision. I'm wondering if Kyron drones would have transferred had it had Baylor lost its quarterback for this class. Because if the truth of the matter is, everybody, even when Drones was still there, everybody was excited about Novasad showing up, and boy, he's going to be there in January, and maybe he can get involved in a quarterback battle. Does does Drones still make the same decision if he had known that Novasad was going to be out of the deal? Because the truth is, everybody, and not just the coaching staff and the players or or anybody like that, I'm talking about the Baylor fandom has been so excited about this Novasad for so long, um, I, I, I wonder what drones would have done in that, uh, in that situation, Aaron. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, um, I, I think you may be right with the chance to win the starting job or just being him and... And Blake Shapin next year, it might it may have been completely different. It's just a lot of yeah. It just affected a lot of things, and not in a good way. Yeah, and um, and we also talked to Coach Aranda, and uh, I mean this is really, um, it's just all of it is interesting to watch it unfold. The and I. I, I got to say, Aaron, I always – you remember Dirty Dave Roberts? Every time I want to say Ron Roberts' name, I want to bring up Dave – I want to say Dave Roberts, the former Baylor head coach. You remember him back in the day? Dave came in the uh, old kind of late 90s. I think he predated Kevin Steele. Then, of course, I think it was Guy Morris. But, of course, Ron Roberts is, has been fired, lands on his feet in Auburn with Auburn. And so that was something we, we finally were able to get into with Dave Aranda. Aranda, uh, who shared with Brian Custer from ESPN, we had Brian on earlier in the program, and just the fact that, boy, this is a lot. I mean, Aaron, think about that. Think about being a head coach. On top of already what you have to deal with as just being a head coach of a team, you're you're showing up to do your bowl news conference. You haven't talked to reporters since you lost that final game against Texas. You haven't done any kind of full, um, you know, meeting with reporters since then. So you got to do that news conference. Oh, by the way, you fired your defensive coordinator a few weeks ago, and you're having to serve as your own defensive coordinator and call all the plays. And oh, yeah, we got the uh, we got confirmation that the star quarterback of your recruiting class had flipped to Oregon. You think this was a pretty rough day for Dave Aranda? Now, because Dave is wired the way he is, you'd never know it. I mean, he let one of those cackles out today, 
at the uh, at the news conference, Aaron. The you know we had the joint news conference. I'm sure you were listening to it. And Dave, Dave Aranda just I mean something just tickled him <clears throat> beyond belief. Just let out one of those loud Aranda laughs. Aaron, I sat there and watched Coach Calhoun from Air Force, and sometimes we make a big deal of how you know Aranda never changes his expression. The Air the Air Force. Um, Academy graduate himself, um, Troy Calhoun, he he sat there, Aaron, and there, no matter how much Dave praised him, his team, how much Dave let out a long laugh or something like that, never, ever cracked a smile, just kind of sat there, very stoic. It was really interesting to watch two of the most stoic head coaches I've ever been around. Now, Calhoun... After it was over, sat there and visited with some of the assembled media, and uh, and, and had a good. Now, Aranda was uh, Aranda had to move on out of there to to go take care of the rest of signing day, and and Aaron, I got it before I forget about this, and of course we'll uh, we'll hear we'll talk some Aggies, we'll be talking some Longhorns, we'll get you caught up on some of these other classes, but I thought this was cool, Dylan Doyle. Um, before he was doing his uh, little breakout session with us, looked over to the uh, the media and uh, and and just said, "Hey guys, I don't know if I'll be talking after the game." And I just wanted to take the opportunity to say how much I've appreciated the way y'all cover the team and getting to visit with you, and that I really appreciate you. And I thought, man, what a you know what a I mean again, nobody has to do that. And, and, and we don't even think of that. We would have never thought about we, – we, we think highly of a lot of these players and, and, and what they do and, and how they represent Baylor. But I just thought that sh- that kind of showed that guy's character. I mean, to, to have the presence of mind to make that statement. And, uh, Aaron, it was kind of quiet when he said it. Before we started, it was just dead quiet. He said, guys, I just thank, I thank you all for the way you've treated me over these last few years and, and – uh, and so I just kind of spoke up as the group spokesman and said, we appreciate you. <laughs> I just thought, I don't know, it just seemed like I just seemed like we needed to say something, you know, rather than silence there. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Lots more from Dave Aranda. We're going to hear from a war hero that spoke to both teams today. Phenomenal guy, a quad amputee, just amazing amazing person uh and we're going to do that at 440 next another amazing guy the uh, the travis brown who um is uh, uh covers the aggies for the eagle in Bryan college station joins us to talk about what kind of class the aggies have brought in that is next. It's game day live this Thursday afternoon at 2.30 from Amon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth as the Baylor Bears take on the Air Force Academy in the Lockheed Armed Forces Bowl. Game day live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Matt Mosley and me as we get you ready for the Bears and the Air Force Falcons in the Lockheed Armed Forces Bowl. Our coverage begins at 2.30 with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor football. 
In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58-48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78-61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Retan Bowl 21-19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley show from the world famous Worthington and uh, boy we're here with all the Baylor folks are starting to kind of mill around surely none of them are uh, are going into the bar area I'll take a peek to make sure nobody's doing something such as that beautiful Christmas trees around and a guy who went to school here in Fort Worth at TCU now covers those Aggies none other than Travis Brown Travis uh Used to be we waited till February. It was about February third, and it was a very exciting national signing day. It's very, it's it's really strange. Still haven't gotten used to this. That it's right before Christmas, this early signing period, that it's become a bigger deal than the one in February, and that for for where I'm covering a game in the belly of the beast, our our rivals, your TCU Horn Frogs. This is happening on the day before the bowl game, like while all the bowl stuff is happening. So it's been uh, it's been a bit strange. How are things in Aggie Land today, though? Have things settled down? Are are the Aggies are they pleased with uh, with this recruiting class? Well, well, I mean, I guess we'll start out. Who, who on this day on on whether it be actually December or the February. What what day is is a coach not excited about the uh, the signing class? I mean, this is this is the national day of excitement because everyone is going to come on your roster and 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 they're going to be instant impact players and they're going to uh, they're going to stay all four years because they love the school so much and then they're going to go get their contract uh, and go to the NFL. But no, you know it, it, it is weird having it in December. It, it's you know, at least this year it was the week after the, the state final games. I know some years it's fallen right in the middle of state week, which for the, the players who are lucky enough to get to do that, that was uh, always a weird situation. Uh, you know, A&M's at, a, at an interesting spot. You know, I, it's funny. I had an Alabama uh, fan getting in my mentions on Twitter uh, talking about how, it, how does it feel for Aggies and their recruiting class to go from number one to the basement. And right now, according to 247, they're sitting at – Number 15, they have one five-star. Uh, you know, they have a couple, another five-star waiting in the wings. They, I, I don't think it's the basement. It certainly isn't the penthouse they were in last year. I think what I said, it's like a fifth-story room with, a, with one king bed and maybe a pull-out couch, maybe pool view. I think that's kind of where, where A&M's sitting uh, along those lines. So, you know, it's, it's not last year. Uh, they knew they were going to take a smaller class, but it, it certainly – it doesn't have the same thing for your buck as last year, and it's done 
with the kind of looming vacancy of an offensive coordinator and, and what the blueprint for offense is going to look like next year. Well, I'm looking at uh, some of the signees that uh, did this uh, today, and uh, boy, I tell you, anytime you can go into El Campo, get you that uh, running back, that became official with the uh, five-star there, Ruben Owens. What about the young man who was announcing here on uh, Stadium, appears to be in some kind of purple, I like this background, he seems to be in, in, in a chair like you would find from Game of Thrones. Uh, he's got his cap kind of back on the back of his head, and it looks like he must be sponsored by, what are these, Takis chips or something? I mean, I feel like Takis, everywhere we go, we end up with a bunch of those chips somehow. But uh, this young man, Damian Sanford, uh, so so some excitement in Aggieland over those two players. Yeah, they needed it. You know, Jimbo Fisher was right when he says they, they addressed their needs. They, they did. Uh, get they needed to bolster the offensive line. They got four of those guys. They needed a lot of linebacker depth. Uh, they they brought in three of those guys. I think the linebackers were huge, and they needed um, defensive secondary depth. They brought in uh, three of, of of those guys as well. Um, and the interesting thing that you know we were just doing our our little My Aggie Nation podcast here, and the thing that we kind of realized came up with, you know. They fired Daryl Dickey, the offensive coordinator, uh, about like December. I mean, excuse me, November uh, 25th or 29th. It was that last week of November, and it was actually after they fired the offensive coordinator that they were able to sign their four offensive skill positions: the quarterback, the running back, the tight end, and the wide receiver. Which seems a, a little bit counterintuitive, but uh, Jimbo Fisher was able to get the the good sell in there, despite not necessarily knowing who, who's going to be right running that ship. All right, uh, talking to Travis Brown from uh, the Eagle there in uh, Bryan College Station, and he's been covering signing day. I, I was wondering kind of what uh, Jimbo's mood would be like today. Uh, I, You know, the Baylor coach always has the same mood, Dave Aranda, but as you saw, Baylor had a player flip today. This morning they got uh, the confirmation of that really bad news on a four-star quarterback. And you remember, Travis, uh, Austin Novosad had, I think, at least one of his parents went to Texas A&M, and the Aggies got interested in him for a little while. He held strong to his Baylor commit right until, you know, the last couple of days. Um, any, Any bad flips or anything like what was the what was the one the Aggies were most concerned about I your frogs by the way have flipped some guys uh and and obviously it has it it has to involve them going to the playoff and all this momentum they've got great transfers um so I mean I, I would say things are really going well for TCU any any losses to this Texas A&M class that really left a mark I think the biggest one that, that everyone is going to point back to is Anthony Hill, the five-star linebacker. Uh, yeah. He was probably numero uno, top priority on that, that recruiting board because linebacker um, is such a, a weak position for, for the Aggies right now. And, and he was going to be the, the bell cow of this recruiting class. And, and not only do you, does he decommit from Texas A&M, he goes to Texas, which, you know, to, to Aggies is a, is a, is a fate worse than, than, you know, 12 deaths. And uh, he's going to potentially, with how everything's shaken out, he could be on the field for the Longhorns 
when the Aggies and the Longhorns play each other in, in, as conference mates because uh, we've kind of reached that, that whole era of, of college football again. So I think he would be the one that, that everyone mm-hmm. would point to would be the, the, the really the big one that, that, that got away. And, you know, I don't – certainly Novosad wasn't one that the Aggies were, were real in on, um, you know, late in the game, but he certainly was – one of their top choices to be the quarterback of this class. And uh, he, he, not, not only did he get away from them, he got away from the state of Texas to go up to the to the Ducks. Yeah. And it just looked back, you know, seeing him in something, that, that even was salt in the wound, in like a green and gold type looking. Now, we're different colors than <laughs> Oregon, but that did not sit well with me. Um, what, what about um, – Jimbo talking about one of the big things we've talked to you about. And, boy, you let us know real quick that, hey, this next offensive coordinator is going to be the one calling the plays. And Jimbo seems to be okay with that. I think he's kind of been told maybe he needs to be okay with that. Um, any any hints or did he drop any any breadcrumbs out there today? As uh, And we – we saw the news on Bobby Petrino. That got, you know, that was kind of a fun story for a couple of days. And then Bobby ends up at another school, so that's not going to happen. I bet that played. I bet that was an interesting day for you, dealing with some of that Bobby Petrino rumors that started to circulate. Where is where is that whole search going? And do you sense any sense of urgency right now? I actually didn't because I I I. I I think everyone figured that they would want to have their guy in place by, by mm-hmm. signing them so that they could tell these guys when they're sitting in living rooms, like, hey, here's going to be your guy. He's going to play, you know, call the plays, go look at film from School X where he was, and you can get an idea of how you're, you're going to fit into this program. And uh, they, ha- they haven't done that yet. Um, I, I, it seems like they are taking their time. They've, they've held this whole – other than – whatever you want to call the leak for the Petrino thing, whether that was a realistic option or, or not, or, or how that came out, that's really been the only cre- seemingly credible leak or, or direction pointing at where they might be headed uh, for this thing. They've kept it incredibly close to the vest. Um, but I, when, when we asked him about play calling, he said in the most, wishy-washy way possible that he's hopeful that the guy that they hire can call plays because he said his job has changed so drastically in the last two years or so and the things that he needs to be responsible with as a head coach that he's hopeful that he can hand those play calls over but but that hasn't that hasn't been decided yet and I get that you know I I guess if you don't know who that guy is going to be or um, how young or old or what kind of system or how that meshes, there might be some decision-making there. But I still think he's going to give up the play-calling duties. Um, and yeah. It's going to be the, 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 the role of the guy coming in. It's just it was, a, it was an interesting answer to say that he's hopeful that he, the guy can do it. <laughs> I was reading, didn't he get into talking about some of the – GAs or whatever, you know, some of the quality control kind of people they're talking to. and he, I believe he the quote is, football is football. <laughs> and over isn't over. Um, <laughs> this is this is pretty interesting. And uh, he was talking hey, about it. He said, I keep, tell, yeah, go. Tell, 
tell an, the tell the quote the, an over is an over to those who are betting the over on the Aggies offense this year. <laughs> oh man, I wish you had have said that. I don't that, think that but... happened. <laughs> no, here here it is. An over is an over. A dig's a dig. We'll get the right guy, and we think can fit and move the football. I, you know, yeah. I think he, I think it's bothering him, in a sense that, it, it, you know, like Dicky, we sort of know how he functioned under Jimbo, and Jimbo was still calling the plays and doing all that. This, this, the, the reporters dying to know. This has become such a big story, it, and I think he hates that it's become a big story. Because it, it, it sheds light on a deficiency of his. And, and I, think, I think that's a difficult thing for a long-time successful head coach to deal with. That, well, I might, not, I might finally have to give this up. And, yeah, uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I have the question of you know, whether it be an up-and-coming young hot coordinator or someone who has skins on the wall, uh, why would you want to come to a place that the coach – probably would have gotten fired if it wasn't for his astronomical contract and who never has delegated those duties before because it, it seems like that depending on on his take on it that could be a, a, a massive butting of heads and and trying to figure out a place even if, especially if this whoever this coordinator is is at a place that he's comfortable yeah and also the comments about the uh the uh tampering in the uh well that it hasn't that been interesting with the with uh, the UTSA coach trailer, you know, making his comments, what Narduzzi said at Pitt, Matt, you know, what's happening with Mac Brown's quarterback Drake May, and then, uh, and then Jimbo weighing in on it, and um, unfortunately, when A and M sort of got labeled as the the a school spending such huge money in NIL, fair or not, I just don't think anybody wants to feel too sorry. For, for Jimbo or, or any coach really at that level that is talking about uh, complaining about tampering. I mean, it's just hard well, to I, – I, I just – I think it's easier to fill for a coach uh, a coach trailer than it is for a Jimbo or somebody at the real high end of this thing. I, I did enjoy, too. He, he, he went on – he kind of threw that out there and he spun it out there a couple times. So I, I ran a few follow-ups by him. Uh, just you know, what? How does this manifest against itself? What? What? How are you seeing it? And he kind of gave some answers, and I said, "Well, so so did this happen to you? Some of the players that you that left the school for the transfer portal, did was there tampering involved there? He's, no, not really. So <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> not not really. I'm going to talk about how this is utterly ridiculous, but I've never. I've never really had it happen to me. Okay. Yeah. 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 And we see these people, by the way, coming in through the portal, whether in it, at any school. And you can't, oh, you waited till they were in the portal to reach out. Come on. Okay. I just don't think people want to hear coaches at this level uh, complain too much about it. Travis, uh, happy signing day to you. Uh, always, uh, always great to catch up with you. And, uh, if you if you come across a quarterback, send it send it our way. We, we're licking our wounds today a little bit. Hey, you got it. Maybe I'll see you up at one of those fine eating establishments over the Christmas holiday in the Lake Highlands area. Boy, I sure hope so. Tonight I'll be going to the world famous 
Joe T. Garcia's, where you spent a lot of time over the years. Uh, and so I'll be a Riata uh, last night and, and got a hold Good. of some of those uh, tenderloin tamales. So everything's okay, although my diet has really been thrown out the window. I'll go back to being that puffy guy you remember all those years. Okay, Travis, be good. Merry Christmas to you, and tell your family I said hey, and holler at me if you do come through town. Will do. Merry Christmas, Matt. Okay, there he goes. Travis Brown from the Eagle uh, in uh, Bryan College Station. Okay, we've got an un- unbelievable opportunity next. A uh, a bronze star winner, uh, our bronze star, he's been awarded a bronze star, uh, Purple Heart, one of the uh, – one of the most amazing survival stories uh, from that you could ever uh, ha- talk about with our armed forces. And uh, this gentleman who addressed both Air, Air Force and Baylor today at a, ver- a really special luncheon joins us next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on the home of the Bears. Baylor basketball back in action Wednesday, December 28th in the Farrell Center hosting Nichols. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday, December 28th. This is the home of Baylor Bear basketball, ESPN Central Texas. It's happening now. The year-end inventory sale at Lone Star Structures. Prices have been slashed on in-stock storage sheds, greenhouses, kids' playhouses, chicken tractors, porch swings, picnic tables, and gliders. Conveniently shop their inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com or visit their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Ask about their rent-to-own options for select items. Lone Star Structures is family-owned and operated and has been building top-notch storage sheds since 1997. They have earned a solid reputation for good old-fashioned workmanship and professional service. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call Lone Star Structures today at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sell in soon. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. 
We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 209-2101 or ubeo.com ESPN Radio Sports Center I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58-48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78-61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Retan Bowl 21-19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama a kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, proud to be joined right now by uh, retired U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Travis Mills, Purple Heart and Bronze Star recipient. And boy, Travis, they were when they found out you were going to be the key, keynote speaker at the uh, Lockheed Martin the uh, luncheon, the Big Armed Forces Bowl luncheon. People have been excited about this for weeks. And I was just talking to someone in the room, and man, you, you, uh, you, you leave a mark when you uh, when you get up there and do your your talk. I was, I'm so excited to get to visit with you. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, and uh, hope you're doing well today. Yeah, doing uh, doing real well. I mean, what was it like to? I mean, you like for Army to. Uh, to take, you know, to beat Air Force, do you, I mean, are you, and it, at times, of course, all the armed forces come together and all, but did you, 
you being someone that uh, most likely roots for that army team, did you did you get any zingers in on the uh, on the uh, on the cadets or on the uh, on the guys from Air Force? Oh, you know I did. I told them that I'm glad that they have a winning team. They needed a win. With uh, Top Gun taking over, everybody thinks that the Navy is the pilots out there. So, But I got a few in, uh, really great crowd, excited to be able to go out there and impart a little bit of uh, resiliency and overcoming adversity and um, have a good message with everybody. Um, and I think everybody had a fun time with it, you know, the highs and lows of the speech, and I think it went really well. Well, I tell you, there were folks uh, – that were very moved by it, and uh, I, you know, when did you get to the point, uh, Travis, where it became like, a, like where you knew you could get up and talk about this in front of people? Did you, did did you have a sense as you were recovering? And uh, for people that don't know the whole, you know, Travis's story, it's uh, he's really done some cool stuff with it, has written about it. There's been a documentary of it, but uh, uh, a a quad amputee. And, and honestly, in these wars uh, in Afghanistan, in Iraq, I mean, there weren't, there aren't many people who survived that. So you're one of a handful of people, really, across the country that have survived something like that. Did when did you get to the point where you thought, you know what, I think I can, I think I could maybe uh, use this experience to inspire and motivate others? Was that a process or? As you started to really recover, did it did it come pretty naturally to you? Well, I tell you what, um, I've always been a, a talker. Ask every teacher I've ever had in high school; they'll tell you. <laughs> but uh, actually, funny enough, and this isn't a plug by any means, but Lockheed Martin reached out when I was at Walter Reed and asked me to um, come speak at the National Science Convention about STEM. And I said, "Yeah, I'll try it out." And I ended up. Uh, on Lockheed Martin stage, in the main stage, it was uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. And I went against him every session I had. And I heard he was a little bit frustrated because everybody stopped and listened to me because I guess I was entertaining. So I've been public speaking now for about seven, eight years. Um, I do more corporate events. You know, this is fun because this is for the Travis Mills Foundation, which is a foundation my wife and I started um, to give back to combat and service-connected injured veterans that had been through physical injuries. Um, and show them and their families a great time and how to not live life on the sidelines, be active in society. So, you know, we're so blessed, my wife and I, that I made through my injuries. My wonderful wife and I have two beautiful children, a um, little girl who just had a heck of a ball game. Uh, I missed it, but she did really well. She just called with excitement and told me. And my son's five years old. Um, and, you know, we're living a really good life and grateful for the opportunity to come out here and uh, talk to everybody out here in the, the old Armed Forces Bowl. Well, give your daughter's uh, name and and uh, and what she did. Was this a basketball game or what? What is her sport? Six. Oh, yeah. Well, she's she's a heck of a striker in soccer. She does gymnastics, uh-huh. um, and then she's right now in the middle of basketball season as well. So she got six or seven points yesterday, and uh, some more today. And and uh, they lost by one point, you know, tonight, which is very bad. I guess it's a loss, but she was excited to tell me how she did. So. That works. My son's in karate. You know, he likes to punch and, and uh, wrestle around and all that stuff. So, you know, like I said, I, I didn't have a choice of getting injured. I didn't have a choice of losing my arms and legs. Uh, I did have a choice mm-hmm. to get better and uh, go at life with uh, with a passion and a drive to make the world a better place and realize how lucky and fortunate I am to be here. And that's why I do the work that I do. You know, just uh, at the end of the day, I can't change what happened, but I can make a a better future for myself, my family, and everyone around me. And that's what I strive to do. Travis, did you ever listen to any 
motivational speakers? Was there anybody that had gone through, like you say, there's not many people who've been through what you have, but there are people uh, that are wounded warriors and wounded, you know, and, and I know George uh, W. Bush uh, does a lot with the wounded warriors and everything. Was there anybody, as, as you were recovering both physically and mentally from this, that you kind of reached out to and were kind of able to talk about and start to get your mind around how different your life was going to be, but that it could be a fulfilling life ahead of you? You know, I, uh, I got to be honest, I, I would give credit to anybody that needs or that I did, but I really had the people around me, you know, my therapist, my doctors, my nurses, and the other service members. I had 112 service members that were injured and all their families around me for the 19 months of recovery. And, you know, it's it's a it's a small group, but yet at Walter Reed it was a big group, and we were able to talk about everything we were going through. And, um, you know, I was fortunate to have upbeat personality, um, regardless of what was happening with my injuries, because I had my daughter there by my side, that six months old. And, you know, learn how to walk with your daughter is a really big thing. When she's taking her first steps, and you're taking your first steps again. And, you know, everybody would watch her uh, ride around the wheelchair with me and be there with me. And I didn't really, um, I guess listened to a lot of motivational speakers. I just worked out as hard as I could, and I took my, my recovery as my new job. I did 40 hours a week, um, as much as they'd let me at Walter Reed. And, you know, I just I just went after life because uh, mine didn't end. A lot of my friends didn't make it back home. And I think it'd be selfish if I gave up on uh, myself because they didn't have the, you know, opportunity to come back and live life like I do. Yeah, well, it's uh, remarkable to get to visit with you. Retired U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Travis Mills, Purple Heart and Bronze Star recipient. And, uh, you know, in one of the pictures I saw, you're standing in front of this retreat, and you mentioned the Travis Mills Foundation, and you really poured your life into that, and it's become such a great thing. And, and like you said, that's uh, associated with your appearance today at the luncheon in front of the Baylor players and Air Force. But this veterans retreat that was established in 2017, which I I know is in Maine, um, how much of that has become your focus? And and what is that? What is walk me through what that place is like? And and if it is that a place where people can just really unplug? And I mean, I'm just wondering kind of uh, your inspiration for it and and if it's kind of turned out exactly as you'd hoped. Yeah, um, my wife and I didn't know what we were doing, just kind of stumbling through, but we decided to bring families out that have been through the same style of injury, something physical due to service, and we built this all-inclusive, barrier-free resort for people to come and be a part of. And we bring eight families per week, and they can be injured during service, whether it's stateside in a car accident or overseas like I was and hit a bomb. If it's a physical injury, um, we bring up eight families per week, and we show them how to do things adaptively and let them know life's not over. And then we give them the tools to go home and, you know, kayak and, and do archery and go fishing with adaptive fishing poles and things like that. On the flip side of that, we also have a post-traumatic stress program that we partner with called Warrior Path Program. And it's for all first responders and combat veterans. And it's really changing um, how you recover or, you know, uh, from post-traumatic stress. It's uh, about, you know, post-traumatic growth and how you struggle well. And it's just amazing. My wife and I started this with my father-in-law at a table, actually, in Frisco, Texas, a dining room table with our friend Reese. And to watch where it's grown now, we have 30 employees. Um, I, I'm i not day-to-day operations as much as I used to be. I mean, I'm still involved with mm-hmm. big decisions and heavy lifting. But uh, like I said, I'm, I've been very fortunate. I opened up a restaurant recently and have a marina that I, I purchased about eight years ago. And 
you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, and I travel about 120 days on the road speaking for my uh, Travis Mills uh, consulting group. So I just have a good time, and, you know, the more people I can talk to and tell my story and talk about what we got going on, the more people get to know the Travis Mills Foundation. And um, in the intro, you mentioned I have a documentary. I have a new one that Chip and Joanna Gaines just did on Magnolia Network. And if anybody has HBO Max or Discovery Plus, they type in, Hi, I'm Travis. It'll pop up, and you'll see my new documentary was released on Veterans Day. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I tell you, the uh, Carry the Loads, something that I love being a part of, you know, oh, wow. up in uh, the Dallas area. And Stephen Holly, I bet you know Clint and Stephen, some of those guys that helped get that going over the years. Yeah. I bet you've crossed paths with them, and, and uh, Stephen's a great friend. So, I, I mean, some of the things that you all do – uh, I mean, you made those sacrifices, and then to dedicate your life to it is just so humbling and so amazing. Uh, you know, to see that. Do you? Uh, I mean, do you? When 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 the when it happened, uh, and you put your rucksack down on the IED, uh, do you remember anything like those moments leading up to it? Like as you started to recover, and did everything come back to you, or what was that? Uh, what you do you kind of have memories of the whole thing leading up to it? Yeah, I was awake the whole time. Um, I told my medics, don't worry about it. You're not going to save me. I read on my lieutenant, said I need his medic over with mine because I had two other guys injured. Um, I got to a helicopter. I yelled at the flight medic on the helicopter to take his helmet off because one of my guys was yelling out in pain. So I told him, give him water. And they even wrote me an email uh, to my wife and I, and they wrote a really nice email. Matter of fact, it's in my, my, uh, my New York Times bestselling memoir. I'm supposed to say that. I don't like that I say that, but my book, Tough As They Come, they actually published the uh, email they wrote about me. And then on the operating table, they had to medically sedate me because I kept trying to sit up. And uh, I was like, I got my leg back underneath me. I got to stand up. And they're, they're, you know, they're gone. So they were like, this is not how you got to go sleep, bud. And they knocked me out. So, yeah, I was awake for all of it. And, um, you know, the scariest part was when they knocked me out because I wasn't in control, uh, in control anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so you're out. And, and what uh... – and when you kind of started dealing with it and realizing, were you, were you able to kind of think, you know, like, okay, I'm going to make, I mean, was there any kind of, what was that, what was that original when they kind of had to start delivering the news to you of all that, all that you lost from, you know, your limbs, what was your, what was kind of your uh, initial reaction to it all? Or did you almost immediately start thinking, hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to come back from this? Oh, I mean, I I didn't know why I lived through the injury. I wasn't sure what was going on and and why I would even have to go through something like this. And I didn't know if I was going to be a burden on my wife and my daughter and my family. And you know, I was uh, I was you know, I just you had a bunch of questions, right? And then uh, over time, um, my wife, I tell her to leave me, and she doesn't. I tell her to take everything we have—the house, the cars, any money saved up was hers—and I would take care of whatever I could financially forever. But she was like, "That's not how it works. We'll get through this." And uh, my little girl came in and laid on my chest um, when I got back to the States. And, you know, she wasn't scared of me. She wasn't uh, afraid. And I was so lucky to have her. And then I just flipped the switch. I said, well, I didn't die. And I'm not – I mean, when I was at Walter Reed, I wasn't ever, you know, on the the the, the table for dying, if you will. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I wasn't – I was healed up. So now it's just about recovery. Yeah. And I thought, if I didn't yeah. die, I might as well get better. And – you know, I had to make that choice of what am I going to do to get better, to make my 
wife my my wife and no longer my caretaker you know and and to not be a burden i mean i still need help every day getting my legs on the right way and my arm on about five minutes and i'm so lucky my father-in-law actually is the one that travels around with me my business manager and helps me out with all that stuff so you know there's you can look at life and be upset and angry and live in the past but you know you can mm-hmm. turn that page and realize you'll never change the past i'll never change the past i can't get my arms and legs back i trust me i tried i tried but uh it doesn't work that way so I can let that side of me go, and I can move forward, and I can see the good in the world and be thankful for all I have going on and, and keep going forward. And everybody out there listening wants to find out more about me, just travismills.org or travismillsfoundation.org to lead right to everything I got going on. Well, you're obviously incredibly active and drive and, and do so many things, and so you're an inspiration. Uh, and uh, what a great choice it was to have you speak to the uh, at the luncheon today and i know everybody was blessed to uh to get to hear you and i was excited i've been after uh, drew the pr man for uh for this bowl i like i really want to talk to travis can you can you get him on and so i was really i was just glad you were able to to, to do that and uh, hope to get to meet you in person sounds like you uh spend a little time around the metroplex so hopefully we'll get to get uh be able to get together in person one of these days yeah, that sounds great. I appreciate it. And thanks for the opportunity to tell my story and talk to all your listeners. I know you have hundreds of millions of listeners. They told me how famous you were. I mean, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I don't know. You don't really strike me as the nervous sort, but uh, we, we had a good amount. So all of Central Texas has uh, heard the unbelievable story of uh, Travis Mills. Thank you, Travis. And um, I guess you'll be you'll have to be rooting for the Air Force against my Bears tomorrow. But, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 that's okay. I kind of understand why. We can aim high and we can sick them. I'm telling you right now. My, uh, <laughs> my close friends are Baylor Bear grads. I met the president today. And Chip and Joanna Gaines doing my documentary. Chip's a big Baylor fan. So I'm just – I'm not sure where I'm planted. I'm just going to vote for whoever wins and then say that's what I want. <laughs> just jump on the bandwagon. I think that oh, is – uh, I think that's totally fair. But uh, all right, well, thanks for doing this. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Take care. Appreciate your time. You, Bye-bye. you bet. Travis Mills, uh, a remarkable guy and uh, uh, Purple Heart and Bronze Star recipient, and just the perfect person to be speaking to the teams at this Lockheed Martin Armed Services Bowl as uh, as we get ready for the big game tomorrow. It's almost here. And uh, we're at the team hotel. And, in fact, I just saw the first family. Good to see uh, President Livingstone, her husband Brad, and daughter Shelby as they make their way around. Inseparable group. Um, And it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. We're going to go to uh, Kevin Longquist next. And we will discuss kind of an interesting day for the Bears in recruiting. That is next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Receiver Noah Brown was having the best game of his career Sunday until a pass in overtime clanged off his hands and turned into an interception return for a touchdown by the Jaguars. But Brown's not hanging his head, and he tells you about bouncing back right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. 
Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. It hasn't been a jolly holiday week for Cowboys receiver Noah Brown, who scored two touchdowns this past Sunday in Jacksonville, but the pass in overtime that was returned by the Jaguars for the game-winning score bounced off of Brown's hands. He says he can't let that bad play affect his confidence. Anytime you can get multiple cracks at the plates, you know, to, to help the team win, I like my odds. So, you know, the more opportunities I get, the more I'll capitalize, I believe, and 10 times out of 10, I get that play back, I believe in myself. So, you know, confidence isn't broken, ready to go back to work. Today's the only full day of practice on a short week as the first place Eagles will be here Saturday for a Christmas Eve division clash. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiasts this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 with 5,000 down. Cash is great. PTL extra. See for details. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLionFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Lion gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Lion partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of Baylor Lion magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Lion Foundation member today at BaylorLionFoundation.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me. Let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. 
When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from your friends at Agritech Animal Health. You want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies and take the worries out cost-effectively. That's what you get with Agritech Animal Health and Chad Spitzer and his staff. With over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry, from the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to serve you with that personal feel and products that you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. 254-883-5500. Merry Christmas from Agritech Animal Health. Hi, this is Sam with Sam's Bar at Union Hall located in downtown Waco. This year, we have some really fun festive Christmas decorations and Instagram-worthy Christmas drinks, like the Tipsy Cookie made with vanilla vodka and cookie butter, or the Elf Moonshine made with Godiva white chocolate liqueur, peppermint, and vodka, and my personal favorite, the absolute best espresso martini in town made with fresh pulled-to-order espresso with beans from Be Kind Coffee. It is out of this world. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Sam's Bar at Union Hall in downtown Waco. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley uh, Show, and we have entered the five o'clock hour i just saw the uh, first family of baylor walk by uh some of the bears are making their way around i'm hearing some live music here in the lobby some christmas carols I'm getting a little closer and uh, so this was going to be exciting uh tomorrow night game 6 30 our pregame show will begin tomorrow at 2 30 and we'll be on the tcu campus for that one, Tom and I will do that, and that, of course, is through the uh, the Baylor, uh, the, the Office of Baylor Alumni. Now joining us, Kevin Longquist, and uh, Kevin, I'm sorry, I'm running a, a, a little bit late. I uh, we had a Purple Heart and a uh, a Bronze Star recipient on, and that was uh, pretty remarkable as we get ready for this Armed Services Bowl. It, it is, Kevin, it's, uh, we're reminded of, uh, it, it, that's, uh, to me, the most special thing about this bowl. I mean, I, I always enjoy watching my alma mater and everything, but honoring the armed services, I don't think we can do it enough. No, uh, not at all. In fact, it's, it has a personal connection to me because my father, God rest his soul, was a, a tail gunner in B-29s and B-25s in World War II. So I, I have a personal affinity for the military, and uh, because of that reason and the connection that I have with it through my father. Well, it's uh, 
Yeah, it, it's it's a special thing, and then I think it's going to be from a a game standpoint. We'll get into the news of the day here in a second, but Kevin, the uh, to watch two very different programs. Now Baylor does like to kind of slow it down. I guess there are some similarities, but to watch a team that's rarely going to put it in the air, but the precision. With what and if if we if we thought about you know Navy's had some pretty good years Army's been right. a little better in recent years Army's been winning that game and that led to the Navy coach getting fired here recently but I think if we went back over the last twenty years uh, or maybe even longer Air Force has honestly they don't get as much attention because the Army Navy thinks it's a huge game but Air right. Force is not just oh they're one of they're an academy they're good. They win a lot of games, and they got a chance to win a 10th game. And I, I, I just keep having this thought. If Baylor just kind of goes through the motions tomorrow night, they could get run out of that building. Well, there's a couple things here. I mean, you have the nation's number one rushing offense in the Falcons that are about 330 yards a game. Uh, Hazik Daniels, their quarterback, is excellent in his decision-making ability. You're right. Uh, they've won four straight coming into this game. And, you know, the thing about them is that they can also choke the life out of a game, too, because they're averaging, time of possession-wise, 36 minutes a game. Now, I don't think I've ever seen that before with a team that could do that. I mean, I've, you know, typically teams that run the football like in the option like Air Force or Army or Navy does, they're going to be in the 30s somewhere, but not 36. Um, and the way that they've been able to do it. And then the other thing that they've been doing very well this year is playing defense. They have the nation's number one total defense in the country at 256 and they're playing in the mountain west conference against pretty solid programs like san diego state colorado state wasn't very good this year but you know those types of programs are wyoming and they're 15 points away from being undefeated they lost their three games by a total of 15 points so baylor probably or better understand what it's facing tomorrow night yeah i you're you're right it's uh it is a it's and it, it it's hard not to admire because like today at the news conference, Kevin, they the the coach was introducing both coaches were introducing their two players, and the one coach, uh, you know, Coach Calhoun from the Air Force said, "Well, I want to introduce you to our linebacker, so and so, sixteenth, he graduated from the U.S. Air Force Academy as a second lieutenant in the Air Force, and will now begin right. his commission." And, and honestly, Tom mentioned this to me as we were walking back. He's like, I kind of wanted to clap. And I kind of thought, mm-hmm. well, that, I, I think that would have been appropriate uh, because <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's a pretty cool thing. Now, Kevin, this is a, uh, a day that you, you build toward all year round. And this is that early signing period, which it used to be in February, the, the National Signing Day. There still is that, but it's not what it used to be. This is the monster day. In terms of and that news that we hinted at two days ago about Austin Novosad, and I think you called it some tension that you felt mm-hmm. out there, did come to fruition, and Oregon was able to flip him. I, Kevin, most times, players, teams, you know, coaches especially, they're always going to tell you we love our class. Oh, it's a great class, right. and and Dave Aranda, uh, you know, attempted to 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 send that message earlier today, but. Kevin, this class that we've been talking about with you for many, many months now, this just puts such a 
damper on things. And, oh, and, yeah. and, and it just it kind of undermines a lot of the great things the Bears have done in putting this class together. And I, I just, I don't know, Kevin, there, I, don't, I can't imagine too many more gut punches. I'm sure some other flips happened today, but none that probably hurt as much as what the Bears had happened. Yeah, if you think about it, Matt, you go back to October when Christian Brathwaite, uh, the linebacker down at uh, Cy, uh, down there in Cy uh, Fair had uh, Cy Ranch, excuse me, had flipped to uh, LSU. So that was kind of like uh, okay, and then it just kind of started to, if you will, snowball a little thick, a little bit more. You know, Calvin Clemens, the offensive lineman from uh, from Lawrence, Kansas, flips to Kansas, which you know, I didn't never, I didn't think of that one as a big, big loss. But then when Torian York decommits, the linebacker out of Temple, and then he eventually signs with A&M, that hurt. And then when it started to grow a lot more about the whole thing with Novasad, uh, it was like, and then of course when it got, when it came down late last night that it was happening and that he was going to flip, it was almost like, oh geez, and it, and it just. It, the thing that hurts this, Matt, is the fact that you're going to go into the spring semester, which starts in mid-January, at least at the conclusion of tomorrow night's bowl game, with one scholarship quarterback on your roster. Everybody else is a walk-on there. And I, I know that Dave Aranda, because I saw a tweet to, on it, but Dave was talking about trying to go into the portal to maybe get a replacement quarterback. But, you know, there's, there's a couple things to this. Number one, this is where not replacing Zach Pyron in 2022 when he flipped to go to Georgia Tech and they didn't replace him, that hurts that. Hurts that. Okay. So then during the course of the next calendar year, you lose Gary Bohannon, who loses the quarterback's race to Blake Shapin, which you know, understandably we could see that coming. But then you, use, but then you lose you know, a Ballyhooed uh, walk-on in C.J. Rogers, who you know, there's a lot of scuttle about whether or not he was going to get a scholarship or not after the spring game. But he goes down, but he eventually leaves, and then he gets put on scholarship down at, at Texas State. Then, after the season, all the rumors of Kyron Drones leaving come to fruition, and he winds up going to Virginia Tech. So the fact that you were going to potentially have a quarterback competition, which I thought there was going to be one between Shapin and potentially Austin Novoset, that's not going to happen. And so this is where your depth chart's really challenged. And if Baylor goes into the, the, camp, goes into the portal, Matt, and they get somebody who could possibly arrive by the middle of January or maybe a week after or whatever. They can't sell that idea to that portal candidate that you're going to come here and hold a clipboard and signal and wear a baseball cap and signal plays in from the sideline. You've got to tell him that he's going to be in contention for the starting job or else you're not going to attract anybody to uh, come there from the portal. Yeah. Uh, talking to Kevin Lonquist from Rivals.com, and you can follow him at Sikkim Sports. Kevin, the uh, lobby where we're doing the show here at the Worthington has some live music that's just started up here at about 5 o'clock. They sound good. Are they you sound good. They sound... Yeah, I may jump in there. I, I honestly okay. thought it was going to be some Christmas carols and that type of stuff, and they're going with a little bit more of a contemporary feel. I was really wanting, I thought, with the Baptists running around here, we might get some uh, <laughs> Come All Ye Faithful and some, some good, you know, First Noel and that type of thing. This sounds almost like some. 70s that i'm hearing down there but i just wanted you to know if you heard something in the background that is what is happening yeah here at the uh, the worthington now kevin from a i want to just 
run this with you a little bit. Did I mean how ba- I mean this is bad for everybody, okay? So I kind of hate right. to single people out. But for Sean Bell, the you know, the the quarterback's coach, the I mean, I think Sean has really uh I think Dave Aranda thinks highly of him, but we also know Dave Aranda isn't hesitant to fire coaches uh at times. And I'm not saying he's gonna do something here immediately with Sean, but you know how this works, Kevin. There right. you whoever the primary recruiter is, and when it comes to these quarterbacks, Sean is the guy. For right, right you know, exactly. fair or not that's the guy these these players are most attached to. And there are recruiting coordinators and all these different various people. But the main face of the whole recruitment is none other than Sean Bell. And and I just wonder how how do you, how must he be feeling? And 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 how 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 rough of a reflection is this on Sean? Well, I think it cuts a couple of ways here because obviously it goes back to Sean first and foremost because he's the one that developed the rapport with Austin and got him to commit obviously December 16th of 2021. That's how early Baylor got in on it on Austin last year. And in fact, I'll never forget that Austin committed the day after signing day or maybe it was two days after one of the two. But anyway, it, it happened relatively quick after 2021 signing day. But I think there's a lot of ownership here that the, that the staff has to take for this. It's not only Sean, it's Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator, and then it goes back to Aranda. Remember, Dave was the last one to see Austin uh, late Friday afternoon uh, before everything uh, went upside down uh, with Oregon. And so here's the thing, Matt. You, you've also covered the NFL for many, many years, so you understand this. But it's starting to migrate this way, too, where in college and in the NFL, the head coach – and the quarterback or quarterback room are tied at the hip. And if you mismanage this, it, it, that means that you're, you're not going to stick around for long. I mean, look at Matt Rule. He, he didn't last in Carolina because he, for mainer, mainly because he couldn't manage his quarterback room. And now you've got this instability with your quarterback situation there at Baylor that it's looking pretty bare right now. And they're going to have to really, after the game tomorrow night, like the first thing on Friday morning, they're going to have to really grind out you know, the potential options to come there because you cannot go into 2023 fall camp, not spring, but fall camp at, at the very least with one scholarship quarterback, because if you do, you're just asking for it. I mean, they won't do that, but this just puts them in such a different light for this. And of course, when you have that relationship and then you get the carpet pulled from you at the last second, it just shows you that how fragile relationships are and that you've got to make sure that you have it locked in. And I don't know if Baylor's, you know, poor finish and the way the offense kind of struggled at the end played a role in this. I'm sure it did to an extent. But, of course, you got a new offensive coordinator in Will Stein at Oregon that kind of brought in an approach that I think appealed to Austin. And, you know, look, Oregon's not playing for a championship or anything, but they do have an offense there that does have some flash to it. And that, and that appeals to it. And I think if you're Austin and you look at it and say, if I want to go play in the NFL – which offense can I be a part of that can help get me there faster? Is it going yeah. to be in Waco or is it going to be in Eugene? And he must have felt that it was in Eugene. You know, I, Kevin Longquist on with Rivals.com, at Sikkim Sports is where you can follow him. I think Kevin 
there were some red flags along the way. I think yeah. some of us chose to try to ignore those. I thought it was weird, and I said it at the time. You remember mm-hmm. the, the recommitment. That was a weird deal. It's like, wait, you already committed. Okay, now we're going to get together and, like, have a yeah. – this guy liked being pursued, and this mm-hmm. this family liked the attention. Okay, I don't think I'm – and, again, that describes 80% of all these – all these recruits. So I'm not breaking news there, but I'm just saying that 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 Stein guy who you were talking about, that, that Will Stein from UTSA, he was there early, okay, and then, boy, he when he got that Oregon job, he knew what he had because suddenly mm-hmm. he had leverage. Suddenly he had Power 5, Pac-12, um, and and. He took an early relationship that he had, and he built on it. Now, do I know? Do I think Austin Novosad is going to be the greatest quarterback ever? Who knows? I mean, think about how many of these really great five-star guys end up transferring almost right away. And I mean, who who knows? I wish him I wish him the best. But the Bears are in a bad. I mean, based on where we were, and I'm talking about where we were located at the Sugar Bowl and all that kind of stuff last year, where the Bears were and and how this feels today feels kind of like night and day. And there's, oh, not a, there's not a great spin to put on this. No, there's not. And, it's you know, they did sign some pretty good linemen. I mean, they, uh, you know, they, they got Tayshon and, and some pretty good skill guys in the secondary. You know, Tayshon Wilson, the talented defensive back from, from Katie Maid Creek, uh, he he got hurt this year and didn't and really wasn't uh, and really couldn't play, but you know they they got Isaiah Robinson who's the four star offensive lineman from Arlington Lamar to uh, sign with them today. Uh, they've got you know really strong other you know, they got a strong tight end class between Matthew Kloppenstein the tight end out of Phoenix and then again of course Hawkins Polly out of Houston Stratford that other mm-hmm. Bryson Washington who I think has a bright future the running back from Franklin's got some. Uh, has got a pretty good ceiling to him. So it's, it's you know, and of course, Jarrell Boykins, the defensive tackle from Hutchinson Community College in Kansas, who had committed the other day. And then you think about the two uh, portal guys that, that, that signed their uh, financial aid documents today. Keetron Jackson, the tight end, or excuse me, the wide receiver from Arkansas. Big physical guy that this offense really needs in their wide receiver group. Some guy that can win 50-50 balls. And then you got to Campbell Barrington, the the offensive lineman from BYU. So those are things to just say, yeah, that's good. you know, we we built along some some needs, and we feel like uh-huh. we got some other good players. It's but you know this though, Matt. It all goes back to the guy who's holding the football every snap. And if you don't get quality play from that position, it impacts everything else. And that's where they've got to try and figure out where do we go from here, and how do we make this, and how do we create an environment with our quarterback room that will create a competition or an atmosphere that the other team, that the rest of this locker room can grasp onto and feel good about. and Because that, that's the challenge beyond finding a quarterback. All right, Kevin, I'm glad your stove was delivered earlier today. I know that was priority number <laughs> one for you. And um, we, uh, we appreciate your involvement in today's program. And um, I, I hope you'll maybe come over to our hotel and listen to some of this live music, okay? That would be really That'll wonderful. Work. All right. All right, Kevin. Have a great evening. All right. Thanks, Matt. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Kevin will be up in the press box with us tomorrow. And Eamon Carter, as the Bears get it on with Air Force, we got to get past all this sad news and go play a football game. And we'll be talking about the ball game. Now, next, 
we'll uh, do some Campus Confidential. Tom Barfield's going to join up, and we'll look around uh, We'll look around some of these other schools and some of the news out there today as we react on this early signing period. That is next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball wins on the floor in the Farrell Center. We'll give you details. Now the Baylor women in action this afternoon. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. It's Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Force Bowl, December 22nd in Fort Worth. And here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear Football, ESPN Central Texas. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks this holiday season, then shop Alan Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Say big during the Big Finish sales event this month on the new 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring L with total values up to $4,000 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Hurry in and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Alan Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Scott Drew and the 12th ranked Baylor men knocked off Northwestern State last night in the Farrell Center, 58-48 the final score. Jalen Bridges led the way with 13 points in the game. Keontae George and Dale Bonner added 11 apiece. The Bears won the game despite the absence of Adam Flagler, who was out due to illness. Baylor now 9-2 on the season. Next up, they'll host Nichols coming up on the 28th. Meanwhile, the Baylor women play their final game before the Christmas break this afternoon in the Farrell Center. Three o'clock tip time for the Bears against Long Beach State. Baylor coming off that 21-point loss at the hands of Arizona on Sunday. Coach Nikki Collin asked how she'd like to see her team respond today. Mental toughness, you know, uh, that we start the game the right way, um, that that. We understand that Long Beach is a team that we're going to have to beat. Um, you know, they're going to come in here to compete, and um, they played that Arizona team really close to the fourth quarter. I know the, the score was 20 points, but if you watch the game, Arizona didn't get away from them until the fourth quarter, so it was closer than the score, at least for 30 minutes. So, you know, I want to see them respect the game, respect each other, um, work together. I, I don't... I don't know that there's a there's a number there's a um, you know but the, the number I want to see is less than 12 turnovers that's for sure I want to see us take care of the basketball um, that's just a big I'm not saying it's not a big thing for some coaches but a lot of coaches win and turn the ball over a lot you know that's lost possessions to me you know we have to get shots on goal. 
Nikki Collin and the 24th ranked Baylor women in action today against Long Beach State and the Farrell Center on the air at 2.30, tip-off at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas, television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Howdy, Chet Garner here professional guide searching for bears in the wild but not just any bears oh no a particular kind with hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs there they are Baylor bears if you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself join me and let's find some bears in the wild join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Merry Christmas from the John Morris Show, weekdays 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor Scott & White Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58-48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78-61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Ritan Bowl 21-19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we are in the lobby of the Baylor Team Hotel. And we're getting closer to, uh, well, we're about 24 hours away almost from uh, kickoff. And we got tomorrow's, um, our pregame show, our, our uh, game day live program that we'll do. Office of Baylor Alumni will start up tomorrow at 2.30 and um, it's been fun. It's been fun to be up here. We were a part of this thing. Tom Barfield joining us now. You hear him from 7 to 9 with Ward and Ryan. And, um, and again, we're so thankful to uh, some of our sponsors, La Fiesta, Morrison's Gifts, Southwest Sports Medicine, of course, TFNB, your bank for life, uh, Dancing Bear Pub, and uh, some really, really uh, all our sponsors that uh, you've been hearing from. We love having you with us for this bowl coverage. And, Tom, I, I did see just moments ago, and we've been reacting to all this recruiting news, Baylor and others, and uh, Texas A&M, Tom, um, last year had, like, the greatest class ever, like their highest rank, number one in the country. A lot of those kids have now left. This uh, this one, and Aaron's been getting a little giggle out of this, but I think this bodes, bodes well for the Ags, 15th in the country. So went from number one, the greatest class ever, to 15th. Um, they've lost a few. I, I think today, oh, and this just hurts me to see. I, I looked at my the front. I like to occasionally through the day, Tom, I like to see, okay, what's leading What's leading the uh, ESPN.com? Like, what's the biggest, latest national news? Tom, who do you think they that ESPN is declaring the biggest winners, the biggest winners um, in all of college football today? I think Oregon's probably in that mix, wouldn't they be, Matt? Oregon Ducks. The, heads, the lead story on ESPN.com says... Um, <laughs> Ducks were close to being added to the missed out list after losing five-star quarterback Dante Moore, who flipped to UCLA. But the staff reacted quickly, flipping ESPN 300 quarterback Austin Novosad from Baylor. He's the number 270 prospect overall and the number 13 pocket-passing quarterback. Then they go on. They flipped. The staff flipped the safety, Peyton Brown from Notre Dame. In addition, the Ducks were also able to get a commitment from ESPN 300 defensive end Matayo um, Ugalele 
and the number 65 prospect overall. I, I'm telling you, this uh, and, and this new offensive coordinator there is getting a ton of the credit for this. And he came from UTSA, and he was early to the Nova side party. Tom, today, as we've tried to both get people ready for, for Air Force and Baylor and talk to some of the great folks who are associated with this game and then react to this tough news from, from Austin Novoside. Tom, I'm, you've been covering Baylor for a lot of years and have done Baylor baseball over the years and all this. I have a hard time remembering, like, just this big of a gut punch at the goal line. You know, I think back to all those national signing days, and – I know if I thought hard enough, I could think back to some player Baylor wanted. But, you know, Grant closed on a lot of great running backs over the years. I'm thinking, well, Gerard Douglas, and that might have happened right after Grant, actually, but Anthony Ray. And then at some point, Baylor got Odell James after Grant was was out. And they, they did get some huge recruits over the years. This one... This one really stings because on a really nice class, this was the headliner. So today, which should be for almost every school, a day of celebration and excitement did not feel like that. And it comes at a time where you, as a Baylor football staff, had really no nothing you could do about it. I mean, there was no time to fight to get back in the game. The game was over because today's signing day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened late last night or into this morning, and boom, it was done. And there was nothing you could do, no way to respond today. Uh, it, you know, did you see it coming a couple of days ago? I don't know. I mean, you were out visiting. I don't know. Did you see we, it coming? Did you see it coming yeah, a couple of days ago? Yeah, two days ago it was starting to, to head this way. And 24-7, and they seem to be real tied into the Novosad family. As you've learned, Tom, like like uh, texags.com had one kid commit on their site, some of these different recruiting sites, and then, of course, 247 and Rivals, they get real connected to these families, and that's why the whole business gets a little murky at times. But they'll release things on behalf of the family and all that kind of stuff. And so when 24-7 started to hint two days ago at a possible Oregon flip, that got tense. Now, at some point, Dave Aranda went, and he did have kind of what you'd call a last-minute in-house visit trying to land that thing, and they couldn't do it. And it's it's unfortunate. And, and Tom, I may have mentioned it to you on the morning show today, this is part of the, the casualty. Every school tries to to get these early commitments and tries to put a recruiting class to bed fairly early. But this is a reminder that it's never truly to bed. There, there's some things. These are 17- and 18-year-old kids. And, oh, by the way, they kind of like having their ego stroked. So that that guy from you, that, the, the, it was the worst timing ever for the UTSA coach to get hired away to go become the Oregon offense coordinator because Austin Novoside, as much as he loved this guy, was not going to go play for him at UTSA. But then the guy goes to Oregon, and it's a different ball game. 
here's a power five. Now, where Baylor was last year and where they were, where they've been at times in the last few years, I'd like to think they can go toe-to-toe with Oregon. But there's something about the Oregon program, the flash and the dash of the NIL, and the involvement from one Phil Knight. That is a program that never runs out of money. It never runs out of boosters, especially there are only a few colleges, a few universities or programs that have that kind of benefactor. Now, Baylor's had a lot of luck to have somebody like Drake McLean, whose name is on that football stadium, and then the Fosters. I mean, they have unbelievable benefactors and boosters. But only certain schools have these people that just bankroll everything, right? constantly phil knight does it at oregon and i don't know if this kid i don't know if it came down to a money thing i mean i i don't i think it came down to a he loved the attention and and the drama and and you got to hand it to oregon i mean we can we if we want to cast aspersions on them we can do that and say oh they spent money what'd they do they closed the deal in the end, they got the deal done. And what I kind of hate, Tom, and that's why I was glad Longquist earlier, even though Longquist went on and on with it, I was glad he started naming some of the members from this class because this is a day we really should be celebrating a lot of these guys, and it's a huge day for them. And yet we're talking about the guy who did not sign with Baylor. And you, get, and you also got the kid from Arkansas, the uh the, the transfer from Arkansas. Keytron yeah, Jackson who's go, Johnson. Who's, who's going to be a good player. Hey, so you did get some players, but I'm with you. This morning when, when we were on the air doing this thing from here at the hotel, and and this thing was really heating up and, and, and we were really diving into it, 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 felt, it, it felt like you just got punched in the stomach. I mean, and again, we're on the outside looking in. We don't know. Was it money? Was it the opportunity to, to get to the NFL in this kid's mind? Did, did he think that that offense was a better path to the National Football League than, than the offense that Baylor's running today? I mean, I don't know. It, it, you know. And we won't know for a few years whether this is a big deal or not. It feels like a big deal yeah. today. But, you know, you, you've seen it. I, I love the articles about recruiting classes, Matt, that they go back and look at those classes four, five yeah. years later, and you go, really? That that That's what you got? But today, this just does not feel good. And, doesn't, and honestly, it doesn't look good. No, it, it doesn't. And uh, as we were talking about, Tom, I think it's a – extremely rough day in particular for Sean Bell, you know, and some of the coaches. And, and uh, I, I just know how hard he has to be taking this because he has close relationships with the high school coaches and then also these players. And I think he and Novaside had a really good relationship. And when somebody does this to you, it's going to happen to everybody in coaching. Mm-hmm. But this is this level is a hard one to stomach. All right, it is time for the dismount. We'll get you caught up on uh, a score from uh, Baylor women's basketball, and we'll uh, we'll say a couple of uh, uh, a couple of breaking news items to you, and we'll do that next. Merry Christmas from the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays four to six on ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild, but not just any bears. Oh no. 
a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project founded in 1969 barnett contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build their services include excavation utilities civil engineering concrete work paving and storm drainage do business with central texas's premier site work contractor barnett contracting where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients learn more at barnettcontracting.com Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is New Bike Month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers. Poured in a relaxed watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and a large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers. Plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub. 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag sip beers. Everyone knows that Black Friday is a holiday tradition. At Morrison's Gifts, we want to give the holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy Black Friday pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket, and remember, free gift wrapping and delivery is available. That's Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. 
Baylor basketball beat Northwestern 58-48 last night. Baylor women hosting Long Beach State today. UMHB basketball over Linfield 78-61 last night. The crew will face Whitworth tonight at 8. Eastern Michigan beat San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl 41-21. Toledo beat Liberty in the Boca Rican Bowl 21-19. One bowl game today, Ariel Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Western Kentucky versus South Alabama kickoff at 9 o'clock. Dallas Mavericks at Minnesota tonight. Tip is at 7 o'clock. Edmonton at the Stars tonight. Puck drops at 8.30. Baylor versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl tomorrow. Kickoff at 7.30 in Fort Worth. Our live coverage starts at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On is the Dismount and... Uh, Boy, Aaron and I have had a really good time today. Uh, Travis Brown from A&M. Brian Custer, who's calling the game for ESPN tomorrow night. Longtime friend of mine. Um, that was fun to visit with him. And uh, and then tra- tra- I'll tell you, that uh, Travis Mills hit with uh, Purple Heart and a bronze medal recipient. Just uh, really, really uh, uh, amazing to... Uh, to visit with him about that, and uh, I just uh, I, that really made an impact. And uh, one of the few quad amputee survivors out there, and it it occurred in Afghanistan. And so, if you didn't get to to see that one, look at our uh, our 1660 socials at Matt Mosley. You can find it out there. I've tweeted that out or retweeted that. So please uh, please check that one out. That was really good. Uh, Bears did sign, you know, some very talented players. We talked about the Arkansas player, the wide receiver, yesterday. So there was some good news today. Unfortunately, a lot of the news uh, with Novaside. I want to remind you that tomorrow we will have our uh, our tailgate show, uh, Game Day Live, uh, Office of Baylor Alumni. And that will kick off at 2.30, okay? And that will be 2.30 to 4.30. And then we'll have the uh, normal pregame show and uh, they'll get that thing going, and then the kickoff is at 6.30. Stay warm out there, and uh, appreciate Aaron. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this. Appreciate the live music in the background. Thanks to the folks at the Worthington who've been nice hosts to us here at the Team Hotel. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, 2.30, 7 o'clock for the Tom Barfield Extravaganza. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media